0: Welcome to Ensemble, where the sum of the whole is greater than its parts. This week's Bite sized podcast is going to summarize the most important stories in the financial and crypto world for you. My name is Dean, with me is Tim, and today
1: we are your Ensemble. Well, Dino, last week was Fed Week and Ensemblers, you might remember a couple of weeks ago, it was reported that May inflation got down to as low as 4%. So last week, for the first time in a year and a half, after 10 consecutive rate hikes, the Fed paused the interest rate hikes, leaving them at 5 to 5.25%. So this begs the question, has inflation been tamed and can we get the bull market going again? Dino, what happened in markets this week?
0: The stock market response was really positive this week, with the S&P up 3%, the NASDAQ up 4% and the Dow Jones up 2%, so a lot of positive news resulting in the markets getting an uptick.
1: Those are some crypto-style numbers, it's been an amazing first half of 2023, Dean, as you just mentioned, for the entire stock market, and it's been driven by what they're now calling the S&P 7, which is the big seven tech and AI companies, Google, NVIDIA, Meta, et cetera, who are are compiling basically all of the gains for the entire S&P 500 and NASDAQ.
0: In other news this week, Reddit decided that it is going to charge different third-party clients for access to its API. Unpack this for us, Tim, and what does it mean for the community?
1: Well, that sounds like a pretty small deal and technical deal, all of this API talk. Ensemblers, Reddit is the 20th largest website in the world by traffic. And this week, after that announcement of the third-party APIs being cancelled or the cost for it going through the roof, 95% of the Reddit website went offline. So off the
0: back of this news, the majority of the community which are those who actually keep Reddit up and going, felt some form of betrayal and decided to, in essence, boycott the platform. So whilst the minority of users may be irritated about these changes, these are the people who volunteer to keep their communities functional and they're arguably the most important users on the website.
1: Reddit argue that it's because they want to IPO in the next couple of years, and really after what ChatGPT did to them by scraping all of their data for their l- learning language models, they need to start to make a bit more money. And one way they thought they could do that was through these third-party apps. However, these volunteer content moderators at Dean, as you said, who keep the site running, boycotted, and basically said, if you want to be like Meta, who." spend $300 million a year on content moderation, well, then go for it. Otherwise, meet our demands and make these third-party APIs, which make our lives a lot easier, free.
0: So a smart commercial decision, but one that has not sacked well with the user base. So let's see whether they reverse this decision in the coming weeks, but definitely an interesting move by them. Then, Tim, we also saw the SEC have another go at Binance and Coinbase and crypto has really started to erupt. What is going on?
1: Well, last week, the SEC sued Binance and Coinbase, as you mentioned, and this week there has been a big fallout. Crypto.com, another one of the largest exchanges, has left America. Andreessen Horowitz, A16Z, ninth biggest VC in the world, has opened up their shop in London, citing blockchain ease and regulation problems in the States. Binance have also been now kicked out of Holland and have come under criminal investigation in France.
0: So off the back of the Binance news, what happened this past week in the US is that a judge signed off on a form of a settlement agreement between the SEC and Binance. So the SEC wanted Binance's assets frozen, which would ultimately lead to a collapse of the exchange. So in order to prevent this type of collapse, Binance has agreed that only local employees will be able to access customer funds, and these are the actual employees who will keep the US operation intact. So this deal reached on late Friday and ultimately signed off on Saturday. will hopefully see some positive news with the Binance and SEC litigation, although it's yet to be seen what will happen at the next step.
1: And Ensemblers, you may recall that on June 1, a few weeks ago, Hong Kong made crypto trading legal for retail and institutions. And while the SEC in America are throttling crypto still, China is starting to enforce banks like HSBC and others to actually accept crypto. So America's going one way, China going the other. On the America front, one of the biggest, let me go again. What America are doing is BlackRock, which is the largest asset manager in the world with $9 trillion under management, has filed for the SEC for a Bitcoin ETF.
0: This ETF may take on the likes of Grayscale, which remain one of the largest regulated institutional Bitcoin trading products in the US. So Grayscale previously had their net asset value trade at a premium because of their potential structure, But a bitcoin etf which is an exchange traded fund and ultimately links the asset to the underlying fund may well very well see
1: the dominance of grayscale collapse tldr the biggest hedge fund in the world is going to be offering a bitcoin service that basically anyone in america is able to buy being able then for the masses in the states to get amazing exposure into bitcoin Now, it might not go through, they have only filed it with the SEC, and we know what the SEC has been doing to the likes of Coinbase and other publicly traded companies in the States with a focus on blockchain, but BlackRock do have a 99.8% success rate when it comes to filing for these ETFs, for these exchange traded funds. So some positive news on the horizon, and definitely the big TradFi giants coming into the blockchain game.
0: Whilst the SEC continues to bring enforcement actions against various centralized exchanges, we saw the release of Uniswap V4's announcement this past week. What are some of the key features, Tim, and how is this actually going to change the decentralized trading
1: world? Well, it's definitely going to change the decentralized and peer-to-peer transaction world because Uniswap accounts for over 70% of what we call DeFi, decentralized transactions. Basically, what they're doing is later this year, they're going to be releasing this V4, which is going to allow for greater customizations through apps or what they're calling hooks which is going to allow for as i said this customization but more importantly some amazing user experience upgrades and the ability to spend less on smaller transactions and what we call gas fees so the overall experience will be more customized and will be a hell of a lot cheaper
0: in addition to that one of the key features is the fact that users will now be able to trade using native ethereum rather than wrapped erc20 counterparts so not only will this reduce fees, but it really opens up the window for the Ethereum traders.
1: So ensemblers onto the markets. We discussed the TradFi markets earlier. Looking at crypto, both Bitcoin and Ethereum flash crashed on the weekend on the back of all of that negative news. However, Bitcoin actually recovered really well, being up two point seven percent on the week to two, to 26,500. Ethereum ended up being down 2% to 1,700, but the altcoin market was completely smashed with many altcoins being down 15, 20, and even more percent as Bitcoin and stablecoin dominance in the market reached multi-year highs. Ensemblers, that's all for today. Keep stacking, hodling, building, and maximizing our ROI. And remember, you're not alone. You're part of our ensemble trying to get a bit financially smarter every day.